And welcome back, folks. It's your host, Jeff Shugarts, and this is the Stash It or Pass It podcast, your weekly report for everything crypto, cannabis, and culture. Crypto being our weather report, cannabis, the traffic report, and the anything goes culture report. Thank you so much for being here with us. Week 17. Wow. What a ride it's been, my friends. A lot's been going on this week. We have a lot to update everybody on in the crypto, cannabis, and culture. A lot's been happening. And this week, you get to hang out with yours truly as we head on down this list of topics. I mean, we're going to be talking about the new legislation bill, the new cannabis legalization bill that was just put forth by Republican from South Carolina. Her name is Nancy Mays. We're going to review that in the traffic report. And in the weather report, we have a lot going on. I know that dip that just keeps on dipping is ripping and ripping and ripping. But uh, also going to share a little bit of knowledge, a couple things that I've been doing, you know, a couple things as far as some trades, some different reward programs. And uh, we're going to hit on the metaverse because uh, it's getting a little freaky, deaky, deaky. But we're enjoying it, folks. It's just a ride. It's a journey. It's not financial advice. So again, we're just learning. One day at a time, we're climbing that ladder. We have been headed to the moon, and now it's just a little setback. So you got to have conviction. You got to have poise, and you got to go for it sometimes, folks. And on the culture report, it's been a wild week. You know, We're not going to hit on anything too controversial, but hey, let's let it rip, baby. You know the drill. Buckle up. Stash it. And before we get it kicked off, I just want to send a special shout out to one of my dear friends. You know, I'm not going to name him by name, but you know, I know it's been a tough week for uh, him and his family. And uh, you know, I know he listens to the show. So if you're listening, my friend, I'm thinking about your brother, thinking about your family. And uh, you know, I hope I can uh, you know bring a smile to your face or uh, you know a little laugh uh, along this show. But you know, that just brings me to uh, think about this in general. You know, I've uh, definitely lost uh, a lot of good friends. I've lost some family members as well, you know, over these uh, last couple of years. And uh, so, you know, just wanted to uh, really take a little moment of silence and, uh, you know, just let everybody out there that, you know, is going through something that has lost somebody that, you know, we're thinking about you and uh, we want you to pull through and, and uh, you know, we hope we can just uh, bring a, bring a laugh or, a little bit of joy your way. So I'm going to take this next 15 seconds, 30 seconds, and, uh, you know, think about all those uh, that we love most. Love you, brother. And like I like to remind people from time to time, we got to start loving ourselves more. When you start to love yourself more, you're going to give more love. You're going to become love and it's going to radiate. And that being said, too, when you stop judging yourself so much, you're not going to judge others as much. Like I said, we need to respect each other's cultures. We need to experience each other's cultures. And we really need to enjoy each other's cultures because it all comes down to being in this together, to being one, to be in love. And you're not going to do that until you love yourself, until you stop judging yourself. Because I know there's a lot of crazy shit going on out there right now. You know, we got court cases from north to south, east to west. We got injustice all over the place. We got people in jail that shouldn't be in jail. We got people making, you know, millions and billions and just corruption here and there. But at the end of the day, it's about those people you love. It's about those people you hold close and you got to honor and cherish those people because that's really what it's all about. It's all about love. It's all about family. And it's all about those close friends that are always going to be there for you. Those people that aren't going to judge you. They're only going to love you. You know, they don't care how far you go, how much money you make, what you've done. They care about you. They care about how they feel when they're around you. They care about making you smile. They care about the laughs that you have together. And I just wanted to share this just as a reminder what it's really all about. It's about picking each other up. 
It's about being happy for each other. It's not about envying each other's success. It's about celebrating that. And uh, just wanted to bring that reminder right now because you know I don't know I don't know what's going to happen over these next few weeks. You know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of tension, a lot of anger, and there's also a lot of uh, you know powers that be. There's a lot of media. There's a lot of things that are pulling at people's strings. You know, they want to see this shit blow up. So I don't. <laughs> so that's why I wanted to you know, just bring this message out. You know, I want people to, uh, you know, come together, lift each other up, you know, don't do it to prove somebody wrong. Do it to prove everyone that loves you. Right. That's what it's all about at the end of the day, my friends. And, uh, you know, again, I just want to thank you for being here with me. This is Jeff Shugart stash it or pass it, baby. Now buckle up and get ready to ride. Stash it. All right, folks, here we are on the Traffic Report, your host, Jeff Shugarts, and this is where we really get into the cannabis industry, cannabis legislation, what's going on in the markets, and boy, has it been a wild week. So on Monday, we heard from Nancy Mace. She is a Republican representative from the great state of South Carolina. Now, I just say that because, you know, I live in Charlotte right now and I'm building a house in Rock Hill, South Carolina, one of the best sleeper cities in the United States of America. I can't wait. But that being said, one of their representatives there, Nancy May, she has just introduced really the most progressive and the best cannabis legalization bill that's ever been introduced. And I can't believe it. Right. A Republican. But it kind of makes sense to me, too, because. You know, she's young. She has a very interesting story. Now, Nancy Mace, she was a former Waffle House waitress. You know, she's a surfer and uh, she's a big conservationist. You know, she's really big on the environment, different things like that. But, uh, you know, it's hard to find some good reporting on her because the fact that she's a Republican, she's not necessarily going to get, you know, certain air times here and there. And you just see how that stuff goes. Now, uh, you know, I just say that I have no affiliation. You know, I could give a shit. You know, all I care about is we need to get these people out of jail. We need to stop denying our veterans the ability to accept benefits. And if they want to self or and if they want to medicate with plant derived alternatives versus taking, you know, drugs, pills, antidepressants and uh, anti-anxiety meds, things of that nature, they should have that right. And right now they don't because of, you know, the current, uh, the current prohibition on cannabis and uh, you know the way our government operates, and uh, this was something that you know this administration campaigned on. They said they were going to you know do away with this, and uh, they haven't yet. So this is in this bill. This bill directly uh, addresses that and uh, care about that. So we're getting nonviolent cannabis criminals out of jail with this new bill. We're getting them out of jail. We're going to you know give veterans the rights they deserve as far as uh, you know medicating themselves when they come home from war. And, uh, you know, as you know, we just ended America's longest war in Afghanistan. And, uh, you know, like we reviewed last week, you know, a lot of those uh, rates are up, the suicide hotlines, things like that. And, uh, you know, that generation of our soldiers, you know, they are cannabis users and they use those. They use that for many different ailments. And, uh, you know, this was all reviewed at uh, on the uh, on the steps of the Capitol. You know, I watched it there live and uh, it was great to see. But uh, just to give it a little review here. You know, this is uh, what this bill is going to cover. Now, it's called the States Reform Act. And the States Reform Act is going to protect kids. It deschedules cannabis on a federal level. So by descheduling it, that automatically helps with the safe banking. And now it also it puts power back into the states to really address these things as well. So one thing with this bill that we do still need to see is on a state level, there are nonviolent cannabis you know, people in jail, we need to get them out of jail too. But this, when this is signed, <laughs> quote, when this is signed, right? Uh, who knows, you know, right? This thing's going to get signed, but it's a step in the right direction. But if this were signed tomorrow, every single federal, you know, cannabis, nonviolent crime, you know, person in jail for a cannabis, nonviolent crime would be released. Now, this was something that was campaigned on. This was supposed to happen in the first hundred days of uh, the Biden administration. Didn't happen yet. Now, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen, but at the same time, it's politics, folks. And that's what they're doing. They're stringing us along a little bit. They got in the back pocket. They can always bring it up. We'll see what happens, right? But step in the right direction. Now, this bill also protects each state's unique laws and reforms, protects veterans, 
supports business, now supports small business because it has a 3% federal excess tax versus some other bills that we saw had a 25% tax. Now, cannabis on a state and local level is already taxed very high. And then you add on an additional 25% tax from the feds versus a 3% tax. You know what you're doing is you're putting you know, those that are in the traditional market or what people had call the black market, you're putting them at a way, way, way bigger disadvantage when you add that 25% tax. Because, you know, who can afford that extra 25% tax? You know, multi-state operators can, big businesses can, people with hundreds of millions and billions of dollars, right? But, you know, small business, you know, let's think about like coffee. You know, a small mom and pop shop, little coffee shop, they're not going to be able to afford that extra tax. But, you know, Starbucks down the street, hell yeah. McDonald's, hell yeah. They'll pay whatever. They're going to be in business. But the small businesses, that's what we need to focus on too, because there's going to be a lot of a lot of things coming out about that. And they'll pull at all our heartstrings, different things of that nature. But end of the day, if you want to support getting people to participate in the legal market that are in the illegal market, black market, traditional market, whatever, the people that started this industry, if you want them to participate legally, if you want to incentivize people or all those people that were, you know, injusticely put in jail, you know, by our government, if you want to incentivize them to, you know, get them out of jail and then get them back into the business that they created, you're not going to do that with a 25% and 30% tax. This is what it is. I don't, I mean, say whatever you want to say, but you know, that, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Instead of charging that tax on these businesses, the government should be paying that because they're the ones that put everybody in jail. They're the ones that disproportionately did this in the first place. You know, not, not, not the guy, you know, growing, growing some, some plants at his house to, you know, pay the bills, whatever. But let's just keep going down here. Now, the safe criminal justice reform, and it also regulates cannabis more like alcohol. So just to go into this a little bit deeper, no state or local government will be forced to change its current cannabis policies, federally decriminalizing cannabis from Schedule 1 and defers to states over prohibition or regulation. Regulates cannabis federally like alcohol under USDA for growers, ATF, TTB, so that's alcohol, tobacco, and firearms, for cannabis products, and the FDA for medical use, institutes a low 3% federal excess tax on cannabis products to fund law enforcement, small business, and veterans' mental health initiatives, ensures the safe harbor of state medical cannabis programs and patient access while allowing for new medical research and products to be developed. Now, this will federal release and expungement for those convicted of nonviolent cannabis-only related offenses. This will not include cartel members, agents of cartel gangs, or those convicted of driving under the influence, DUI. Now, still a gray area there. Obviously, I understand that. If you got a DUI and you were smoking weed, completely understand that. Not necessarily somebody that was just high while driving. Now, this will protect military veterans by ensuring they will not be discriminated against in federal hiring for cannabis use or lose their VA health care benefits. So right now, there are a lot of veterans that would rather use plant-derived alternatives. Now, that might be cannabis, that might be CBD, that might be different ointments. Now, if they wanted to do that, instead of taking you know, some anti-anxiety medicines or some opioids or things of that nature, they lose all their, all their VA benefits. They just went and fought a 20-year war in Afghanistan. Uh, who knows what happened, right? And now, you know, they come home and uh, they find out that they are, you know, self-medicating or using plant-derived alternatives. They lose all their benefits. That's insane. So definitely something that, you know, I'm very, uh, you know, very passionate about, uh, just like right now, another thing we need to get corrected is they are denying public assisted housing to people who are cannabis patients in legal States prescribed by doctors. You know, that's science. Like the science can tell you everything. And I know people love science right now. So come on, man. Like we just need to get this thing fixed and done. Who cares about parties? Who cares about what political party is going to get the win? This has never been a political 
issue, like it's I mean, a political issue. This has never been a party line issue. Obviously, it's been a very big political issue, but party line issue. Like the citizens of this country have never, you know, really majority. Like right now, 91% of people favor some form of decriminalization and legalization of cannabis. 91%. That is wild. You know, 60% of US, you know, Americans, people right now support full legalization. Like, get out of our way, let us have our plant. And that's that. And then another 31% believe it should be at least, you know, legal medically. And then there's, you know, 8% that, you know, they don't really know. And then there's like 1%, 1% of people. Now, who's that 1%? They're the people that are sitting in power. That 1%, that's 1% of America make all these rules. And that's the only percent of America that wants to keep it how it is right now. So we need to change that. We're the majority. 91%. Come on, folks. And here's the last part protects medical cannabis for the following uses, arthritis, cancer, chronic pain, sickle cell, HIV AIDS, HIV AIDS, PTSD, and other medical uses per state specific cannabis regulations. So again, this is a very, you know, pretty like not extremely broad bill, but like I said, you know, this is one of the most uh, progressive and extensive pieces of cannabis legalization and criminalization that's ever been produced on this level. So I'm about it. I'm supporting it. It's the best one we got so far. So let's go, baby. All right, folks. Now I've been beating up on our man, President Biden, just a little bit, but wanted to give some positive news as well that he has done recently. And that is, as we most of us probably know, Monday, he signed a massive infrastructure bill that includes provisions aimed at allowing researchers to study the actual marijuana that consumers are purchasing from state legal dispensaries instead of having to use only government-grown cannabis. Now, think about that. The cannabis that the government has been studying, the little studying they've done, they're growing it themselves. So, interesting enough, right? Very interesting. So, the legislation also encourages states that have enacted legalization laws to educate people about impaired driving. That's very fair. Nothing that's good. But at the same time, we brought this up before too, right? So we had a guy in Ohio that Ohio legal state had Florida tags, legal state, and he's from Michigan legal state and his car smelled like cannabis. So the cops just searched his car and they found some bud and he went to jail. But why were they allowed to search his car if his car smelled like cannabis in a legal state and the cars from a legal state? And he's from a place where cannabis is legal and he had his medical card in all three states. So something that definitely needs to uh, be addressed, just like how there is a cannabis arrest every 90 seconds. Yeah, we need to fix this, folks. So just to continue, Biden signed the large scale measure, a legislation accomplishment being touted by Democrats and Republicans after weeks of contentious debate without specifically mentioning the marijuana provisions. Why not? This is something that everyone agrees on. 91% of the United States. But let's go into it a little bit more. The development comes as Democratic lawmakers in Congress work to advance several pieces of cannabis legislation, including a federal legalization bill that cleared the House Judiciary Committee in September. A new Republican-led plan to end federal cannabis prohibition was introduced in the House on Monday. We know about that. We just talked about it. And that is Nancy Mace down in South Carolina and uh, has a lot of good stuff in it, like we were saying. A lot of good stuff for the vets, a lot of good stuff for small business, a lot of good stuff for getting people out of jail, free the people. And separately, the full chamber approved a defense spending bill in September that includes protections for banks that work with state legal cannabis businesses. Now, that is the Safe Banking Act. We talked about that, and it's a big deal. That's why it ended up in the National De- Defense Authorization Act, something that we sign every single year that funds our national defense. And that's usually the biggest bill that we sign. We spend more on national defense than the rest of the world combined. And within that national defense was they needed to address safe banking because of all the different money laundering and things going on with cartels and things of that nature. So again, 
this isn't that big of a like a hard thing, at least in my head, if you really think about it, if they were serious about it, um, there's people in jail. He has the power to pardon them and get them out. And uh, 91% of America wants this thing legalized. So let's get it done. Meanwhile, the House Veterans Affairs Committee passed a bill this month to direct the Department of Veteran Affairs to conduct a series of clinical trials on the medicinal benefits of marijuana for military veterans with PTSD and chronic pain. Let's go. This is so needed because like I said before, it's bullshit that, you know, some of our veterans, especially some of these ones that are coming home from America's longest war right now, or ones that are already here sitting at home dealing with, you know, probably going through a lot of pain right now with what's going on. And if they use cannabis, if they decide to use plant derived cannabis or plant-derived medicinal ailments to help themselves, they may lose their VA benefits. It's like, no, you can't do that. You got to take these opioids. Wait a second. The opioids, the thing that the thing that's been killing people left and right. Are you kidding me? Just like we talked about before the Purdue pharma family, right? They had to pay the government billions of dollars, but you know, the same government that they lobbied. And then they went and told people that Percocets weren't addictive. Are you kidding me? straight lied. I mean, you can go, go read about it, go, go watch about it, go listen about it. It's everywhere. And now our government made it. So if you're a family that was affected by that, you can't sue them. You know, only, you know, the only people that are going to get it paid from all this is the government. Now, I don't know why it always works out like that, but Hey, so just to continue here a little bit, the infrastructure measure that the president signed makes it so the transportation secretary would need to work with the attorney general. So the transportation secretary, it's uh, Pete Buttigieg, would need to work with the attorney general and secretary of health and human services to develop a public report within two years of the bill's enactment that includes recommendations on allowing scientists to access retail level marijuana to study impaired driving. Two years? Are you kidding me, Joe? Come on, man. This is what I'm talking about. Whenever they campaigned, it was supposed to be in the first 100 days. Decriminalization, state legalization, helping the vets, getting the people out of jail. Now, I wasn't trying to beat up on President Biden right now because, you know, there's things I love about Joe. But this is driving me crazy. This is something, again, like I said, 91% of Americans are, are about this. Legalization, decriminalization, getting people out of jail, helping our vets. Come on. It's time. Free the people. Free the medicine. Stash it. And just to touch on it a bit, it's the cannabis pot stocks you know, that we follow. And those are our multi-state operators, ones that we really like to concentrate on our True Leaf, Cure Leaf. Cresco Labs, Green Thumb, you know, also an ETF called MSOS. And uh, those are the multi-state operators. Really, you can get exposure in, you know, every company. But uh, kind of that thing that you always hear, right? Buy the rumors, sell the news. And when that news hit on Monday, people were selling. And uh, I'm still buying, folks. So, again, not financial advice, friendly advice. We're just having a good time. And uh, we're going to have a good time getting rich, too. But uh you know, do what you want to do. Stash it. And we're back, folks, sitting here on the weather report with yours truly, Jeff Shugarts. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, speaking with our man, Austin Barnard at Orchid Capital next week. Now, he's been traveling around the world a bit and uh, he's been spending some time over in Italy. So can't wait to check in with him and uh, see what's going on in the pod. Now, Orca has uh, some exciting things coming up. Now, his partner, Jeff, was just in uh, Miami hanging out with the uh, the mayor there. So they're doing some big things in Miami with Miami Coin, and that is uh, you know Mayor Suarez. And uh, we're also seeing some big things going on in New York City. They're going to be having a NYC Coin. And now those are coins built by Stacks and uh, working on getting Stacks CEO to come on the show too. His name is uh, Manib, and uh, they're doing some really cool stuff. So these, uh, these cities are both going to be doing different things where their citizens who download a wallet are going to be paid a Bitcoin dividend. Now, if you think about that, they're not going to be using 
tax dollars, city tax dollars to invest in this Bitcoin necessarily, but they're helping doing different things and mining and different things like that. And as this thing grows, they're going to be paying that dividend out to their citizens. And uh, it's exciting to see, you know, like we were saying in Miami as well, Mayor Adams, incredible story, talked about him last week. You know, his come up from uh, basically he, he he told a story about, you know, living on the streets, living, living, living on the streets as a kid and, uh, you know, even being beat up and harassed by racist cops in precinct four and uh, became, you know, a captain of uh, the police. And uh, now he's mayor in New York City. So he has some big plans for crypto, some big plans for Bitcoin in that city. He wants to be the world hub for crypto innovation for uh, blockchain innovation. And uh, so does Mayor Suarez in Miami. So that's what America is all about, folks. This is going to be a great little back and forth competition, a little feud, but a fun one, right? And uh, both of these guys, both of them minorities, both of them brown, brown and black man, you know, so you love to see that, you know, in this, uh, in this day and age as well. So excited to see that excited for all the little kids that look like them are going to see them doing these big things helping people and using new innovative ways about going about doing it you know not just trying the same old things over and over again trying to see if that's going to work cuz clearly it's not you know times are changing times are becoming new and uh you need to adapt to some of those times you need to learn about them you need to lean in and sometimes that's really scary but those are things we like to talk about uh here on the show and uh, that just brings me on into the metaverse, folks, because uh, we got a lot of stuff going on out there. Uh, obviously, we've talked about Bitcoin a lot, and there is a big dip going on with Bitcoin. But before I get back to Bitcoin, because I do talk about it a lot, because, you know, Bitcoin is king. Bitcoin is the reserve asset in the crypto market. And uh, we got to remember that, folks, because sometimes when stuff starts hitting the fan, you can retreat back to Bitcoin. And uh, or you can hold weight out some of these storms like with what's going on right now. But again, this is not financial advice. But with this big dip going on, I see some great opportunity. I'm going to be accumulating and uh, looking forward to it. So like I was saying, we're going to get into the metaverse first. And uh, that is where I've been spending some time on Decentraland. And now I've also peeked my head into the sandbox. Now, Decentraland, that is mana. And we've been talking about mana a lot. Now, what can you do with mana? You can go to Decentraland, you connect your MetaMask wallet, that's what I use, and uh, you can get in there. So you don't have to have any money in your MetaMask wallet or anything like that, but you download a wallet, can connect it to your browser, and that's how you can enter. Now, I didn't have to tell them my name, you know, my sex, uh, my social security number, my address, send them a picture of my face or anything. I just had to connect my wallet, and then I could go into this new Metaverse. Now, what can you do in this Metaverse? Now, these are two big differences between Decentraland and the Sandbox so far. So in Decentraland, it has been up and moving since about 2018 or so. So I went in there, I uh, you know, created an avatar, uh, my girlfriend and I, and uh, checked it out. You know, Went to a bar, met a couple people, went to a house party. Yeah, crazy, right? Went to a bar, talked to the talked to the bartender. And when I say that, you know, some some of the characters in there, some of the avatars, you know, they are artificial intelligence. Now, I don't think they're self-aware yet, but you know, one day maybe they will be. Actually, one day they absolutely will be. There will be self-aware AI in the metaverse that, you know, maybe they know that they live in the metaverse, or maybe they don't, you know, maybe they don't know how they got there. Just like, you know, sometimes we might not know how we got here, right? I don't know. Kind of weird to think about. But like I was saying, in Decentraland, they have a lot of cool stuff going on. There's concerts, there's house parties, there's bars. I stopped by a poker match too. And you know, I've just been running on there a little bit. It's only been a few weeks now. And uh, with my mana, you know, I can buy different things for my avatar. So I could buy some different clothes. I could buy a car. I could buy a house. I could could have played poker. I can buy drinks, all that stuff. And like I'm saying, I'm talking to people. I can communicate via my my uh, my keyboard. Or, uh, you know, I can hook my mic up and you can actually talk to people. And these are people from all over the world. You know, this is a decentralized Web3 application built on Ethereum. So that's another great use case for Ethereum. You know, one of the reasons why I like Ethereum, you know, it was made to be built on. And uh, here's a great example. And like Web3, what is Web3? Web3 is going to be the decentralized Internet. You know, right now, Web2, you have, uh, you know, all the power really lies within uh, a couple entities. And uh, Web3 is going to be 
built by the people and for the people. So on Decentraland, for example, I mean, you could call it a game. You know, a lot of uh, the metaverse, what you see is going to be definitely more gamer friendly. You know, people that are from that world or it's going to be more make more sense to them. And, uh, you know, so I could definitely see uh, in the very near future, like just about all of like the biggest and best games. I mean, they're all going to be played in some kind of uh, metaverse fashion. And uh, as it as it continues to develop, I mean, you'll be able to throw that headset on and then I'm going to be run around to the central land, you know, like I just run around here. Right. Like I'll just be moving around, doing things like that. And it'll feel like I'm really there. And I know they just came out with some new gloves and different things like that, too. So you'll be able to feel things, touch things and all that. So uh, very, very interesting stuff. And, you know, some of this might sound weird. Some of this might sound scary, but you got to think about it like, you know, one day my kids are going to be very into this. Right. And uh, I might not like it. I might not understand it completely. It might you know, freak me out or be kind of scary, but I need to understand it a little bit to its core because I need to be able to have those conversations with my kids. And I'm also going to, you know, I need to make sure I'm not taking advantage of, they're not taking advantage of other people aren't taking advantage of because it happens all the time, you know? And, uh, you know, I think there's personal responsibility about that. There is a personal empowerment. Like you have the power to learn this stuff right now. You don't have to sit around and wait for somebody to tell you what to do. And, uh, you know, that being said too, you think about some of your heroes, some of the people you really look up to, you might actually understand this stuff more than they do. And that's real just because they're super rich or super smart about certain things. That doesn't mean that you don't have the power to go out and learn this stuff and know more about it than they do and be able to seize on that opportunity. Now, you not, might not be able to get as big a bigger piece of the pie because, yeah, I mean, I'm just an ant running around this hill, but I'm going to get some for me. I'm going to get some for my family and uh, I'm going to learn it more and more and more because one day, who knows, maybe some huge opportunity will come my way and I'm going to be ready. And uh, there's a lot to be said about that. So moving on from Decentraland, let's talk about the sandbox. Now, sandbox, that is sand, is the uh, token and it's a little bit different. So got on there and it's not actually built yet. So you can still go there. You can buy land, buy different things like that, just like you can on, uh, on uh, Decentraland. But I can't, you know, just jump in there and start running around. It's still being developed. So a very new project and uh, it's still very exciting. And uh, another one that I've been messing around on that is uh, Axios Infinity. That's A-X-S. And, uh, you know, these are really probably the top three by market cap, top three uh, metaverse tokens. And um, you check that out, check out the charts. Uh, Coin Gecko is a great tool, great resource. It's an app that I use and really break everything down for you. It's a free service and uh, you know it's a good time. So another thing I thought was pretty funny is uh, you know the Winklevoss twins. Now who are the Winklevoss twins? If anybody has watched the Social Network, the Winklevoss twins, you know they said you know them and Mark Zuckerberg were the original founders of Facebook and whatnot. And uh, you know here they are, you know meeting meeting up again, but this time the Winkies and Mark are a dueling it out in the metaverse. Now, the Winklevoss twins, this is so admirable of them. They raised $400 million to save the metaverse from old Marky. Marky Mark in the, uh, in the meta bunch, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call them. But, you know, Mark's metaverse and, uh, you know, no doubt, right? Facebook's a great company. And the fact that Facebook has changed their name to meta, which is one thing. Facebook does not own the metaverse. I repeat, Facebook does not own the metaverse. Facebook does not own the metaverse. The metaverse is just like the universe, folks. All these different projects, they'll be able to be connected cross-chain. Because I think the ones that aren't connected, the ones that I can't go from one to the other and enjoy myself and just bounce around all these different universes, I don't think they're going to make it. Now, who knows, right? Who who really knows? Because I know Nike, for example, they just partnered with a company called Robolox, and uh, they're going to make Nike land. But, you know, me personally, not a big Nike fan. Uh, you know, I don't really, the only thing I own uh, that is actually Nike anymore are my old uh, Ohio State jerseys. And, uh, you know, just, uh, that's just kind of how I feel. Uh, you know, Nike has a great company, great brand, but, uh, you know, I just don't necessarily uh, stand for uh, some of the things that they are doing over in uh, China and uh, some of the things going on. I highly recommend everybody Check out Ennis Cantor, see what he's up to. We've reported on him and uh, things of that nature, but yeah, you know, I'll just kind of leave it at that. You know, I highly recommend check it out, do some research and come to your own assumptions. But 
Me personally, not a big Nike guy, so I won't be hanging out on Nike land. But again, back to the sandbox. They're just building it. Axios Infinity, another big one like I was talking about. But why don't I really like that one? Because I have to spend three Axe tokens, A-X-S, to enter their metaverse. Now, their tokens cost about $150 right now. Like, no thanks. And uh, that's that same kind of thing, right? You know, Web3, decentralization. People want access. I mean, this is for the people, by the people. So I'm not trying to, you know, pay to get in, right? Like, no, not in the metaverse, man. That's not, I don't think, I don't see it going down like that, but we'll see, right? You know, they are uh, just like anything. There's going to be the VIPs and everything like that. I mean, you see the board eight phenomenon and, you know, those uh, utilities for some of those NFTs. I mean, it's definitely going to be some private parties, some private engagements and, uh, you know, a lot of different, you know, different rings of power that are really being built now too. And I don't know, I'm not necessarily down for all that stuff, but you know, who am I to say anything, right? I mean, stuff's going to happen. And uh, again, that's why I'm learning. I'm learning about this stuff, learning about this new culture, respecting this new culture and uh, experiencing it. And then you can just come to your own conclusions and, uh, you know, maybe make a little money uh, while you're doing it as well. So just a little review there, folks, about uh, three of the big metaverses, uh, Another smaller token that uh, I'm doing a lot of research on and, you know, pretty excited about, you know, Brandon Boyd, uh, you know, one of uh, one of our guests that we had here on uh, the weather report, he was telling us about it. And that is Veracity, VRA. And uh, I'm doing some more research on that, planned on uh, taking a healthy position there. You know, I know it's uh, had a little pullback itself because like we said before, folks, when Bitcoin pulls back, they're all pulling back just a little bit, but it's accumulation phase. I'm accumulating some of these dips building up my bags, building a nice foundation and getting ready to fly because we got to get ready to fly or get ready to die, baby. The train is leaving. You got to get on the train, get out of the way, or you're going to get ran over. But uh, again, this was a little review on the metaverse. What's going down? We're having fun and uh, we're making money, folks. So stash it. And just wanted to give you a little little tip. This is a little tip, tip, tip-a-roo for the dip, dip, dibby-de-doo. And uh, that is uh, just some little things how I kind of operate with uh, buying some of these metaverse tokens. Now, you know, I buy them obviously traditional ways where you just, you know, buy them on different exchanges, on Voyager, things of that nature. But I also use the Brave browser. And, uh, definitely check it out. Very cool browser. You know, it has some different um, security aspects to it versus your maybe your Google Chrome or your Internet Explorer, or, you know, whatever people use these days. But so on Brave, I get paid about once a month for, you know, the way I view the ads or the ads that come to my computer and, you know, how I interact with them. So my Brave browser, I have it connected to my Gemini wallet. So it allows you to do that. Now, Gemini, that is the Winklevoss twins that we were talking about. That is, you know, an exchange that, you know, they're partners in, investors, things of that nature. And uh, on that exchange, I can buy mana and I can buy sand to the things I was talking about. And so, for example, as I get paid from Brave, I'm just rolling that money into Gemini and I'm just throwing it into these metaverse tokens. So then I don't have to think about it as much. I don't have to, you know, check the price, things like that. But I'm just, you know, putting a little money in here and there. Boom, 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 boom. And, uh, you know, it might not be a lot, but uh, over time that stuff's going to add up. And then obviously I'm making some healthy investments too on some different exchanges. I'm buying some mana on Voyager, Voyager that we talked about. Check those show notes. Spend $100, get $25 of free Bitcoin. It's a good deal, folks. And I'm going to talk about Voyager a little bit too on here. But again, just a little tip, something that I do, not financial advice, but you know, there's so many ways to get this money out here, folks. Don't make money your enemy. I made money my enemy for so many years. You know, I had so much, so much conviction and I was so angry and I wanted to make change in the world. And I still do. But, you know, I let that get the best of me. And I thought just because I wasn't rich or didn't have all this money that it was evil. No, 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 no. That is not the facts. There are so many ways to get money out here. And here's just a little one, right? I'm getting free money from Brave for just using the internet. I got to use it anyways. I got to work. I got to do all these different things. So why wouldn't I use something that isn't going to steal my data and then profit off of it? Or if I'm going to view these ads, it's going to pay me for it. And then I'm just going to roll that money into my Gemini wallet because it connects to the Brave browser. And then I'm throwing it into these metaverse tokens. They're going to hit the moon, baby. And I'm going to go with it. Stash it.
All right, folks. And now I'm going to do a little review on the Voyager app. And this is one that I love using. I've been using it now for almost a year. And they're really building this company in this app around their loyalty program. Now, Voyager, like I said many, many times before, I'm a big supporter of it. I like the VGX token. I own the Voyager stock as well. I like that they're a public company. So it's transparent. You know, their books are open. They have investor meetings. You can listen to these calls. Their CEO, you know, Steve, he helped start uh, E-Trade back in the day. So I see a lot coming from this. Now, from the beginning, they talked about the rewards program, connecting with more businesses, you know, having a debit card and all these things are happening. So I'm about it. And uh, so, for example, they're partnered with Mark Cuban now. They bought a company called Coinify. So now with Coinify, you can use your VGX tokens. You can use your USDC. You're going to be able to use this new VGX debit card at over 40,000 different merchants. You're going to be able to you know, eventually be able to use this thing everywhere. And there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be accepting, especially USDC. Now that is the uh, stable coin on Voyager where you can earn a 9% yield. So we're going to talk a little bit about that too. And uh, just a reminder, not financial advice. You know, I'm just a, just a normal guy hanging out, trying to, uh, you know, find some fun little uh, interactive ways to uh, make some of this money. Because as you stack this money over time, the next five, 10 years, these are going to be some nice little eggs, folks. And I'm just going to give you an example of some things that I've been doing here recently that uh, you know have been very uh, very healthy and uh, been a good time. So, just to review the loyalty program of Voyager. So, the VGX token has a lot of utilities, and now another utility is this new debit card because when you spend this debit card, you're going to get VGX rewards as well. So, let's just start with the Adventurer. So, the Adventurer loyalty rewards program, you have to have at least 500 VGX tokens. Now, right now. BGX is up while everything else is down. It's been going up and it's been going up strong. It's uh, just got listed on Coinbase Pro and it's listed on FTX. So now it's starting to spread to more and more of these major exchanges, which is you know great news. It's great to see. And uh, so if you hold 500 of these VGX tokens, you're going to get a 7% staking reward. So you're going to get that monthly, like a yield. So it's 7% divided by 12. This is you know over the course of a year. You're going to get an extra 0.5 earning percent boost on your other tokens. So, for example, if you have Bitcoin on there, you have a minimum you have to hold. You're going to get you know, almost a 6%, 6% yield. And now you're going to get an extra 0.5% if you have over you know, 500 VGX tokens. Now, this goes up with the more tokens you have, and it can go up to 1.5 if you hold 20,000 VGX tokens. Now, that's a lot of tokens. But you know the 500. That is something you can make a goal and you can get there. And the way I got there was, you know, I was buying you know five to ten dollars of Voyager like every day at one point until I got to these different tiers. And uh, you know that being said, some people can throw a hundred bucks. Some people can get there a lot faster. But you know when Voyager was all the way under two bucks, you know I was loading it up. And uh, you know today, for example, it hit you know over or yesterday, for example, it hit over. Four dollars and twenty cents, four twenty. So had to uh, make something happen there. But you know, just to go through this here again. So seven percent staking reward. You're going to get an extra 05 percent on other tokens that you're holding. Uh, for every refer, you get thirty dollars of uh, free Bitcoin. So when I'm out here trying to get you to get my referral links, it's really helping me out because uh, you know bringing more people to the platform. Something I use, something I'm on pretty much daily. And uh, so whenever I refer somebody, you know, I'm going to get an extra $5 versus that $25. And then another thing that's fun, you get a 1x crypto back reward, and that goes all the way up to three. So, you know, usually when you're throwing around some bigger numbers that can really, uh, you know, really come back to help you a lot. So anytime I'm selling something or trading something, I actually get paid Voyager rewards for doing that as well. So just to uh, back it up a little bit. So my average price with these Voyager tokens was, you know, anywhere from $2 to $2.50 and you know, yesterday at one point I got a notification that it was, you know, trading over $4.20. So I was like, "Haha, 4.20." But I went and checked it out and I'm like, "You know what? I'm going to sell some of my free tokens." So tokens that I got from rewards, from staking, from referring people, I went ahead and sold a nice bag of those for $4.20, you know, knowing, you know, Voyager's a little volatile. So I just went ahead and sold those 
And then I moved them into my USDC where I'm going to get a 9% yield. And I'm just going to hold them there until I get my Voyager debit card in the mail. And then I'm going to use that debit card to spend it on things. And then I'm going to get even more rewards back. So right now I'm going to be selling free tokens that I got from using the platform. And then I'm going to hold them in my USDC, make more free money. And then I'm going to spend them. And then I'm going to get more rewards back. And it's just going to keep going. It's going to keep building because while I'm doing this too, I'm still going to be collecting more and more and more every month. You see how that works. And as you just keep building up, building up, building up, I'm not spending any of my original investment. I'm only spending rewards that I'm earning for using their platform and helping bring more customers. So it's a good, it's a, it's a good deal. And, uh, you know, pretty wild too, when you think about it, because, you know, as I'm about to get a new job soon, you know, I'm going to be getting my money directly deposited part of it into Voyager. Why would I send it to a bank? I'm going to send it to Voyager. I'm going to put it in USDC. I'm going to get 9% yield for doing that. And I'm going to spend it and get even more VGX tokens. Come on now. Let's make, is it starting to make a little more sense? It's crazy, right? So it's really not crazy. It's uh, This is what banks do with our money. So now we're going to be doing it with our own money, right? So what what's wrong with that? But uh, again, great use case for Voyager. Again, this token is getting more and more utilities. This platform is being built around its rewards program, which is great to see, you know, people focused, customer focused. When you got guys like Mark Cuban now coming to partner, this thing's only going to get bigger and bigger, better and better. And I'm going to be here for it, baby. Stash it. And speaking of that USDC, now, like I was just saying on that Voyager app, I'm going to get my money directly deposited on my new job into my Voyager app. Now I can put it into USDC, get a 9% yield, and then I can use my Voyager card. I can spend that USDC and then I'm going to get more rewards back in uh, Voyager tokens. But another thing that I wanted to share was you can send that USDC out of Voyager as well. That's another great use case, another great thing that Voyager offers. And uh, why is that good? Because you can send that USDC, you can send it over to the Solana protocol, you can get down in DeFi. You can send it to a bunch of different uh, DeFi protocols, actually. You can send it to different places, You know, swap it into another stable coin, send it into their DeFi protocol. So if you think about it like this, you're going to make a 9% return from your own money. So you put your, your money in there, you get that 9% return, and then you take that return, send that into DeFi. So now you send that return into DeFi, and now you can do things in DeFi where you're going to get a return on that. So now you're making money on money that you already made. And you see how this just keeps stacking and stacking and going and going. And then there's levels of this. As you keep growing and growing and growing, you're like, you know what? You know, maybe I'm going to go pull one of these crypto levers. Well, maybe, maybe I'm going to go get a little a little 100Xer. Now, you're not going to find some of these 100Xers necessarily on, uh, you know, on a uh, public exchange or you know, one of the bigger exchanges, you're going to find them, you know, on a DeFi, on a different little project. You're going to find something new. Now, I'm not necessarily recommending doing any of that. I'm not recommending doing anything. I'm just sharing stuff that I do. But as this thing keeps growing and you go deeper and deeper into it, don't be scared. Just get out there and learn. Now, I'm not saying go waste your money, go blow your money, but there's levels to this. And as it keeps going, it will just, it's just a snowball effect. It's like compound interest. It's, it's incredible. So like I was saying, Let's just say, you know, use 10 grand. You take that after a year, that 9% from that 10 grand that you had sitting in USDC. Now you can send that into DeFi and then you might be able to flip that. You might be able to double that. You might be able to 10X that. And that was just money that you made for holding your money there. That's it. That's a hell of a deal, my friends. And again, I got that referral link down in the show notes. You can jump on that referral link, get that Voyager going. You spend $100, you get $25 of free Bitcoin, and you can start having some fun, folks. Stash it. I'll tell you what, folks. I'm recording right now. It is Thursday, November the 18th. It's about 6, 11 p.m. And the dip that just keeps on dipping and ripping and ripping. And uh, we're talking about Bitcoin, baby. And it just keeps on going and going. And I'll tell you what, you know, I... Uh, I did some things, sold a couple stocks here and there. I'm waiting for these uh, these dinosaur funds to uh, transfer because you know we know how the banks work. It gets a little slow, and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, you know, I'm getting ready. I'm going to be buying uh, buying this dip because I got I got two bags of chips downstairs. And now that was something else too. I went to the grocery store this morning, and uh, 
man, just seeing that empty chip aisle, it really, uh, it really hit a little bit harder today, but I was like, you know what? I can't buy the chips that I want, but I can damn sure buy the dip that I want. And that's that Bitcoin dip, baby. So we're just taking a little peek here at it. And, uh, it is just going and going and uh, we're under 57 K right now. Haven't seen that in a while, but Hey, this is crypto folks. This is where we pull back. This is uh, this is where you can make some real money too. So just uh, be cognitive of it. Be aware of it. You know, I wouldn't say, you know, YOLO it all in or FOMO buy in. But hey, if uh, if you've been waiting for that dip, you know, we were just at 69K and now we're at, you know, 57K. Keep eyeballs on it. You know, I'm going to be uh, making some buys. Absolutely. And uh, I'm looking forward to it because like we said before, I bought Bitcoin at 10K. I bought Bitcoin at 64K and I bought Bitcoin everywhere in between. So you better believe I'm about to buy this dip. I've been waiting for this one and uh, we're getting the funds ready. But just to go down the list a little bit, we got Solana under $200 right now. That was about 250 And people were asking me, should I buy in? Should I do? I was like, I mean, just do some research. I mean, I love getting on Solana. I love uh, getting on Ray, Radium. Um I love doing a little bit of yield farming on Solana too. So, you know, Solana tied to uh, FTX, Sam Bakeman fried, you know, big things coming for them. You know, we've been talking a lot about Luna, you know, Luna right now about to be under $40, you know? So, you know, our average cost right now, we're around 30 bucks. We've been buying it at, you know, 15, 20, 35. So I'm a, I got some eyeballs there as well. You know, we got the uh, Binance token, BNB. I mean, it's under $600. It's a it's a bit of a big fluctuating one. You know, I don't plan on buying any more Binance or selling anymore. But, you know, I got a little bag of it and I just watch it, you know, pump up and down, up and down, up and down, turn around. And, uh, you know, Sovereign, we talk about Sovereign, DeFi for Bitcoin. You know, I love using that platform. Now, I've been on it now for almost a year and it's really starting to... Uh, really starting to make some great rewards for me, some great returns, you know, started off with my initial investment. You know, I might be, uh, you know, definitely getting about a 40% return on my initial investment. Now, you know, that over time, you know, I'm, I'm conservative when it comes to some of this stuff. I like to put a little bit in, you know, stick my toe in, get some skin in the game, learn more and more and more. And then when I get some available funds, when I'm like, okay, I understand this, I see how this works and it's working. And, uh, you know, I get on the discord, I talk to the developers, I've talked to their, their, uh, their founder on LinkedIn for goodness sake. So these are real people. These are real businesses too, at the end of the day. And it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. So, you know, I've definitely put more and more money into sovereign and I'm seeing, you know, an incredible return from it. So, you know, a dips here, a dips here and there, whatever, you know, this is crypto folks. This is Bitcoin. This is a ride of a lifetime. What a time to be alive, my friends. And, couple other tokens that we uh, like to talk about a little bit on here. And obviously, Bitcoin, it is under 57K. Woo! Down another 5% today. So I'm just going to keep eyeballs on. I've seen some different analysis and things out there talking about I'm waiting to buy it at 52K, 53K. Like, hey, I remember when Bitcoin was at 29K and people were like, I'm going to wait to buy it at 20. I said, I'm going to go sell my car. My, uh, I had a 2013 Lexus with about 200,000 miles on it and uh, didn't know how much I was going to get. But hey, Carvana gave me 13 grand for it. So went and sold my car, flipped, uh, you know, went, went and sold my car, bought the dip, rolled some 401ks into it. And uh, one of the best decisions I ever made in my life, but not financial advice, just giving you a little tidbit of what I did. I risked it for the biscuit a little bit and uh, spread some uh, jam and butter all over that biscuit, baby. And we're going to keep on doing that here. And uh, another one that we talk about is the FTX token, FTT. I know FTX just burned a bunch of these and I like the FTX exchange. I like what they're doing. I like Sam Bankman fried and uh, I'm going to keep on, uh, keep on adding to that bag slowly, but surely. And uh, another one we talked about Decentraland and Sandbox. I mean, these things are great. Uh, the sandbox sand is up 27%. Mana is up about 20%. So I'm not complaining there. And whoa, Voyager, $4.35 right now. It's the highest I've ever seen that. And wow, Ethereum is under $4,000. Somebody call Villatech. Is that how you say his name? I don't know. But anyways, 
the dip is ripping, baby. And uh, hey, if you're cheering for it to crash, <laughs> I feel sorry for you. But, you know, if you're looking for a, a good entry point, keep some eyes on it, man. There are uh, gals, man, gal, girl, gal, girl, boy. But uh, if you're looking to get some exposure, looking to get in, you know, this might be a good time to do it. Or like me, you know, I've been in this thing for a little bit. Like I said, we bought Bitcoin at 10K. We bought Bitcoin at 64K and everywhere in between. And uh, sometimes when you take these big dips, you take these big correct, you take these big corrections, you know, it makes you, you can go sell, you can pull out. So I'm never doing that again, or you can lean in farther and you can learn more and more and more. And, uh, you know, you might lose your mind a little bit too. And, you know, start a podcast and just uh, start talking to yourself like me, but you don't want to do that either, folks. There's a lot of fun ways to be involved. You don't even have to necessarily be out here buying it. There's ways where you could spend cash that you were going to otherwise spend anyways and earn rewards like on the Fold app. Now we talk about the Fold app. I got it down in the show notes and it's another one. You know, say I'm in a, you know, go buy some gas. I'm going to spend, you know, these days I'm going to spend a little bit more on gas, but I'm going to buy some gas and then I'm going to have the opportunity to, you know, it's gamification, spin a wheel. I could win a whole Bitcoin. I could win 1 million Satoshis or I can win 5% back on my gas. Awesome. Or I could go on that app. I can buy a $50 Amazon gift card, a $500 Amazon gift card, and I'm going to get, you know, 1% to 5% back in Bitcoin. So, you know, when the dip goes down and you can get these rewards in Bitcoin, those rewards are bigger because the dip's lower, right? And then the, it goes up, the cost of those rewards go up or the price of those rewards go up. Now, things that you were just buying, you know, it starts to change, right? Because the weight, the weight shifts a little bit and the Bitcoin you accumulated in rewards is going to be worth more than what you bought to earn them. And it's, a, it's an incredible new little economy that's being built by the people for the people. You know, the banks are pissed and uh, I'm loving it, folks. I'm never going back. This is, uh, this is where we're at. And uh, I believe in it. I'm going to be here for the ride. And uh, I'm looking forward to dipping these chips and that dip, baby. Stash it. All right. Now, I was just uh, kind of running my mouth there a little fast, spouting off on things here and there. But just to take a peek at the market caps. Now, right now, the entire global market cap for all of crypto is 2.6 trillion. Now, we were at 3 trillion when Bitcoin was hitting all time highs. So you see kind of like what's going on here right now. Bitcoin's market cap is still over 1 trillion. Now, we could be uh, hitting some choppy, choppy waters if we get under that $1 trillion market cap, but we could also find some support and there might be a big old squeeze coming. I don't know. I'm uh, still not you know, that technically savvy when it comes to uh, some of that stuff, but you know, I got great intuition. And uh, sometimes when I feel good about it, like when Bitcoin went under uh, you know, 30K last time, like I said, I rolled over some 401ks. I sold my car and you know, I went for it, folks, and it felt good. It was an uh, incredible return. You know, that thing has uh, you know, doubled up, but obviously we are coming down. And uh, like I said, bought Bitcoin at 10K, bought Bitcoin at 64K. So you better believe I'm about to buy some Bitcoin at uh, 56K. And uh, just to take a peek at some of these other market caps, like we said, Ethereum is under 4K. Haven't seen that in a while now. You know, we have a pretty nice bag of Ethereum. Uh, you know, average cost in there, probably around $2,000. So it's still uh, still a good time. Yeah, I remember buying Ethereum for $700. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm buying this. But hey, here we are, baby. And uh, their market cap is uh, you know, about $470 billion. You know, We got BNB, like we were talking about. They're down about 8%. Market cap, about $89 billion. Solano, under $200. They're down about 11%. Market cap, $58 billion. You know, Cardano, smart contracts, you know, they got a they got a huge following. Now I sold all my Cardano, but you know, we have some Cardano, some some Adas out there. Team Ada, baby. Yeah. But uh, you know, they're about 56 billion. And uh, just to scroll down, some other ones that we like holding on to. Luna, about to be under $40. They're down to about 16 billion market cap. And uh, the list goes on and on, folks. But just to give an example, right? So we're talking about Solano, 58 billion. We're talking about Luna at 16 billion. So let's look at something like Dogecoin right now. Dogecoin, about $29 billion market cap. You know, Sheeb, about 
$23 billion market cap. Now the entire metaverse market cap, you know, it's up about 3 billion. It's about 29 billion. Now when we first reported on it, I think it was about 23 billion. Then it was 26. Now it's 29. Now Bitcoin is coming down. Metaverse is going up. So I got some eyes on the metaverse. I'm concentrating on it. I'm learning it. Cause like I said, folks, that thing ain't going away. It's only going to get bigger, better, stronger, and uh, more and more fun, more and more real. So, you know, you can, uh, you can like it, you can love it, you can hate it, and uh, you can advocate for it. But at the same time, you know, I think it's definitely healthy to uh, try and understand a little bit of it, right? Because if we don't, uh, what we don't understand, you know, we can definitely get taken advantage of and we can get lied to. And, you know, look at the history of our country, folks. I mean, it happens all the time. And uh, before it's, you know, before you know it, you know, you might be, uh, you might be locked in your house for a couple of years. So anyways, maybe I shouldn't have taken that shot, but hey, go outside, get some fresh air. The metaverse is going to be tight, but you know, the sunshine's pretty cool too. Anyways, folks, it's your boy, Jeff Shugar sitting here on the Stash It or Pass It podcast on the weather report. Get ready to fly, my friends. Stash it. And next up here on the culture report, I just wanted to use this time to, you know, express gratitude, express love, and uh, just give thanks to everyone that listens to this show. But also, more importantly, I wanted to just give thanks to everyone that made it possible for me to put this thing together to start doing this. And uh, that's everyone that's on the show, everyone that contributes to the show, all our special guests. So, one that we can't wait to see is going to be back soon. That's Big Stash Adams, our guy Mike Adams, down in uh, Tampa, Florida, St. Pete. He's been doing some incredible things with his yoga practice, with the yoga community down there. What he's building, it is incredible. He's helping people. He's helping spread the medicine, spread the joy, spread the love. And every day it's a battle, folks. Like we talk about, we got to love ourselves so we can love each other more. We got to stop judging ourselves so we'll stop judging each other so much. And then we can respect each other more, respect, respect each other's experiences more, and then lean in and try to put ourselves in each other's shoes. That's going to make us more connected, bring us together, and we can only do great things from there, folks. So again, just to go down this list, wanted to give a big thanks to Stash Adams, wanted to give a huge thanks to our man in Columbus, Ohio, Dr. B, Reed Brimmer. I've been running around with this cat for a minute as well. We've uh, we've had a great time doing it, and I couldn't have done this show without him. want to say thank you to our guy, Austin Barnard from Orchid Capital. He is the world traveler, so I could say he's out in L.A., but he's not. He's in Italy right now, and who knows where he'll be next. Maybe Dubai. Maybe he'll be in South Africa, South America. I don't know, Canada. Where do you want to go next, Austin? You let us know. But also wanted to say thank you to our guy, Jake Stoneburner, Stoneburner Wealth Management, and then a big special thanks to all our guests that have come on this show that have really, you know, been comfortable with me, believed in what we're doing and uh, the message we're trying to spread. Because, you know, th these are things, again, that we're passionate about, things that we think are going to be, you know, huge in our lifetimes over the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, forever. You know, crypto, Bitcoin, cannabis, hemp, all the things that associate with them, all the businesses that will support them all of the old things they are going to disrupt and make better all the people that we're going to, that we're trying to advocate for get out of jail all the all the medicine that we're trying to bring all the all the things that we are trying to combat the opioids all of the drugs so that that's that's something we're passionate about and that being said too I mean we're passionate about bringing joy and peace and laughter mental health helping each other cuz right now like people People love going on the attack, myself included. Sometimes I get a little too fired up, but part of this show, you know, it's it's a little bit about, you know, it's a little bit about making money. It's a little bit about having fun, but this is about spreading love and bringing people with you, bringing people together and uh, having a good time doing it. So again, I know we've all lost people out there along the way, friends, family, loved ones. We just went through and are still going through some very tough times. And I know it's different for different people because sometimes you might be listening to this show and be like, I can't do any of that stuff. And it's like, you, you definitely can. I believe in you. You need to believe in yourself. Your family believes in you. Don't do it to make that person, you know, to prove them wrong. Do it for everyone 
to prove them right. Everyone that believes in you, prove them right because I believe in you. And when you look in the mirror, that person looking back at you, they believe in you too. And you just got to lean in and love yourself. Love yourself, love your neighbor. Stop judging yourself, stop judging your neighbor. And uh, the only way we're going to go from there, we're going to go up from there, baby. Stash it. And that's a wrap, folks. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm your host, Jeff Shugarts, and this is the Stash It or Pass It podcast, your weekly report for everything crypto, cannabis, and culture. And like I always say, don't forget to check those show notes. Got a great link down there for you, my favorite link, and that is The Love of My Life's newest book just came out. It is called Letters to the Universe. This is going to be a great holiday gift, a great stocking stuffer a great gift for the new year. Letters to the Universe. It is an interactive manifesting and affirmations journal. This is going to be a gift. It's going to be hot on the shelves. You might be able to find it you know, on your local stores. You'll definitely be able to find it at Barnes & Noble. Find it on Amazon. It's published by Simon & Schuster. So you can go on their website as well. Probably mess that word up a little bit. You know, I got a little bit of a list, but hey, check it out. It's a great one. I promise it won't steer you wrong. I'm about to buy 200 or so, and uh, I'm going to give them to everybody. Maybe we'll have a little giveaway contest here on Stash It or Passes. So again, folks, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being here with us. And again, it's all about the love. Call somebody right now that you love and let them know. Shoot that text. Whenever you're thinking about that person, don't wait. Just do it. Send them that love. Give them that hug. And I'll tell you one more thing. When you find your why in life, now it took me a while. Now I found her and I love her and I can't wait to spend eternity together. Now, some things need to happen before we get there, right? And uh, they're going to happen. But again, when you find that why, you'll never work another day in your life, my friends. It all makes sense. It all comes together. And like I said, have intention have fun, spread love, and you can't go wrong. Stash it.